0: Is global crypto regulation coming soon? How centralized is Ethereum? And Cosmos is funding the Cosmos ecosystem. That and more in the Crypto Market Talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about some interesting news from the crypto world. Then we will discuss some stuff around Bitcoin and Ethereum. We will also discuss potentially how centralized Ethereum is. But at the end, we will also talk about Cosmos and also some interesting stuff happening on Solana. But first, let's get started with this, starting with essentially the power of cryptocurrency. As a new report has come out and shown that the... Donations that came for the Ukraine in the Ukraine uh, war were around 70 million US dollars in cryptocurrencies that has found a report by Chainalysis. Now, very interestingly, we can see here around 28 million US dollars were spent. Spent in Ethereum around 22.8 million in Bitcoin and USDT the stablecoin around 11.6 million now this money has gone mostly for military equipment and humanitarian assistance to the Ukraine um, government and the interesting part here is that the Ukraine government is saying that thanks to cryptocurrencies and then modern technology they were able to receive this money much much faster if you would go the traditional route when it comes to donation, it would take multiple days maybe even weeks in some cases but with cryptocurrencies it's almost instant also very interesting is that around 80 percent of the 70 million donated came in the first few months of the war with the speed of cryptocurrency payments fast tracking the country's ability to respond to the russian invasion quite interesting use case of course for cryptocurrencies mainly for donation now next up we should discuss this right here the g20 has met in on the saturday on 25th in india and uh, very interestingly they are talking like the different instances are talking about a potential global crypto regulation on one side we have the imf of course the international monetary fund they are saying they are preferring to regulate crypto rather than banning it outright we have here the imf managing director kristalina georgia And she is saying that it is technically still on the table that they might ban cryptocurrencies but for now they actually want to go the regulatory route now very interestingly the first objective is to differentiate between central bank digital currencies that are backed by the state and publicly issued crypto assets and stable coins I've been saying the stablecoin regulation is coming for quite some time and I do believe now is actually the time we have also the FSB the financial stability board we have the IMF the BIS and meeting at the g20 and they're even saying that they will release multiple papers this year one in july and one in september essentially outlining how potentially crypto regulation could look globally so quite interesting what we will see in july in my opinion still we will probably first see stablecoin regulation and only after we will see kind of crypto asset regulation etc probably also very hand-in-hand with CBDCs, so central bank digital currencies. Now that we've discussed the general news, let's talk about Bitcoin. Very interesting news article here. Bitcoin's future hinges on donation and that's got people worried. It costs up to $200 million a year to keep Bitcoin's code maintained and functioning. Now, the Bitcoin source code is, of course, open source. That means everyone can contribute. But at the same time, Bitcoin has a so-called core contributors team that is mainly working on Bitcoin's code. Now, these people obviously need funding in terms of grants and donation, etc. And the article is making a point that they're saying essentially without the donations, especially in a bear market, we could see a potential risk with the Bitcoin code. Because if people don't uh, work on the programming code of Bitcoin, We could see some security issues, maybe some maintenance issues, and that could cause some problems. This is one side of the... uh of the equation the other side is also saying serious question why does bitcoin core need ongoing development this is not to imply that it doesn't but rather to determine what goals a bitcoin client should actually have bitcoin is not ethereum it will keep going with or without core development this is a huge discussion in the bitcoin community whether it actually needs active development also how much of active development it needs because it already serves as specific purpose i would argue that usually without the development you wouldn't see new developments such as the nfts on bitcoin or specific performance issues that we see from time to time especially if the network is being used a lot Now let's talk also about the price. We can see here Bitcoin may only need four weeks to hit 30,000 in a key monthly close. Now, interestingly, we have this source right here where we've looked at the Bitcoin data from 2014 up until 2023, and we always have this bottom formation then we have the neckline breakout then we have up only again bottom formation neckline breakout up only and here currently we are at the stage of the bottom formation so was the sixteen thousand us dollars actually the real bitcoin bottom this still remains to be seen because again we have seen here some corrections towards the bottom here once again even after the neck and the neckline breakout has happened. So, technically, we could still see some correction down to 12, 14, maybe 16,000 once again. But until we cross this neckline breakout, we won't see up only. At least, this is the theory of some traders on Twitter that we are seeing currently. We also have to see or keep in mind that the January price. Uh, price index has came out has come out and essentially we have seen here 5.4 percent which is a bit higher than the 5.3 percent that we've seen in december so people are still a bit hesitant because they expect the fed now to react more hawkish to react potentially even with 50 basis points at the end of the next month so we will see potentially more kind of aggressive fed and that of course will cause some troubles in bitcoin's price Now, if we look at the price in general, what we can see here very clearly is that the 25.2 line here is being rejected once uh, about three times here in the local area. Then we've seen the bottom here, local bottom at around 23,000 since then has recovered, but it might actually be weakened once again. And next up, we have this bottom of around 21.6. So if you want to short this right now, this could be potentially an opportunity or at around 23,000. but if you're more bullish you could probably try to long this up until 25.2 i wouldn't try to long a bit further because still this could get rejected quite heavily and then we will probably see the 21.6 come into play as well next up we have the discussion of how many ethereum of the ethereum supply is actually held by whales we can see here 39 percent here concentration by large holders compared to the 11 percent on bitcoin's total supply so is bitcoin essentially a bit more decentralized a bit more uh, democratized in terms of supply or is it just in the case of ethereum because of of a uh, ICO that happened in 2014 that we will see a more a stronger concentration of large holders here with people holding Ethereum. Another very interesting thing that is going to happen fairly soon is the Shanghai upgrade that we've talked about here on this show as well. We are seeing here some bullish signals and this article is making an argument that we have essentially here spurring innovation. So on one side staking is a uh, major point of Ethereum's technology and they are essentially also a pioneer when it comes to staking because the staking in this form, in this vast majority form that Ethereum is existing, the staking doesn't exist with other cryptocurrencies so with ethereum it is essentially a pioneer when it comes to sustainable yield generation on the ethereum network on the other side we have essentially uh, the potential of strengthening ethereum also as a base layer with the staking becoming more popular other uh, technologies will rely on ethereum becoming the base layer for settlement as well and on the third side we have sovereign assets so essentially you being the holder of your own assets and having the option to actually withdraw the funds whenever you want is a huge thing in the DeFi craze that we've seen in the last one to two years and also the implosion of Terra Luna and ftx and so on a lot of people want to keep their own own coins and want to kind of own their own assets so that essentially means that with an asset that cannot be withdrawn this could cause some problems with the shanghai upgrade however we will probably see these assets being able to withdraw much much easier and that in turn strengthens the trust into ethereum as a network now if we look at the chart we see some very similar numbers here as well the rejection however was much much lower here in the case of ethereum the rejection was around 1750 and we haven't tested it many times it was just about one or two times in the local area here has been rejected since so this bottom is the 1566 bottom which is equivalent if we look at bitcoin's price of around 23,000. now in the ethereum case the more bearish case would be around 1400 maybe even lower up until the 1300 or the 1314 but for now if you want to short this this could be a very interesting opportunity once again Next up, we have the Cosmos Interchain Foundation, and they are allocating 40 million US dollars for the ecosystem development in 2023. Now, Cosmos Interchain Foundation is essentially a foundation existing of different uh, parts or with a different um, different goals, essentially trying to bring the Cosmos ecosystem to the next level. And in the Cosmos ecosystem, you have different companies that are on one side are working on the interchain stack, and on the other side, you have the cross product work and you have here different companies that are following different goals and the cosmos Interchain foundation is essentially funding these different companies with the goal of them becoming a stronger ecosystem as a whole now in turn this could ideally mean good news for the atom token because the atom token has been on an upgoing trend line for now this trend line though it could break any moment in my opinion it's very very critical for this trend line to continue on for the atom token to actually move up once again if the trend line breaks which could happen if bitcoin breaks for example in the coming one or two weeks then i would say this has been invalidated and we need to see for a new pattern And last but not least, we should talk about Solana, because once again, we are seeing some technical issues on Solana. Solana is facing slowdown in block production. Network has been restarted. So over the weekend, we've had an upgrade from 1.13 to 1.14 on Solana's network. However, the 1.14 upgrade has actually caused some trouble which has led the node uh, validators to actually uh, run back the system to 1.13 and even 1.13.6 because they realized there was a technical issues that would slow down the block production. However, that in turn caused again the rumors that Solana's network is once again down and that in turn has caused the validators to actually discuss what should they do in the next few hours. Now they are saying and arguing even That the restarting of this network has actually cost them eight hours instead of one hour, because if it were just one instance, they could just decide it, they could restart the network, it would run again, but that would make it quite centralized. In turn, what has happened right now is that the validators have actually stuck their heads together, discussed what a potential solution could be. They've restarted the network with the 1.13.6 software on, and since then it has been running once again. Now again Solana has had some crises in the past especially last autumn with the crises of FTX and if we look at the chart it is holding up fairly okay if you consider that it was just offline for eight hours on a Saturday. So this is still looking very much like the uh, usual chart especially if you ignore this past price action right here which was mainly caused by FTX. So essentially if you look at just this price action right here it behaves very much like any other coin like ethereum like bitcoin and so on so that makes it also quite dependent on the development of bitcoin as well that brings us to the end of the crypto market talk make sure that you subscribe to this channel to not miss any other crypto news i'll see you on the next one have a good one